The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Bonus pod, breaking news on a Friday night. What's up, everybody? Adam Azer, Jamie Eisberg, Heath Cummings. If you hear cartoons in the background, sorry. Try and entertain some kids while we do this breaking news episode. So I was just doing FFT and 5 a couple hours ago with Chris, and the episode was set to air on Monday. It still is set to air on Monday, and it was bold predictions for free agency. And one of my bold predictions was Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Panthers, and we still don't know how to value DJ Moore. So I don't know if we're going to have to... Uh, it's bold. All right, so tell me what you guys think about this. Uh, the Bears do trading the number one pick for the Panthers with DJ Moore going to Chicago. It's still possible that Jimmy Garoppolo could go to the Panthers, and we still don't know how to value DJ Moore. It just won't be because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Exactly. Uh, where should we start with this? Let's start with let's start with DJ Moore, Heath. Second round? No. Um, I'm not going to do that again. I, I'm not allowed. I used that up. Um, I'll probably put him at pick 37 just so nobody says I'm drafting in round three. I don't listen. I think this gives him a lot more upside. I like it more for him, I think, in dynasty than I do in redraft because there's a chance. And I already tweeted this. We're going to say this. This reference will come up probably 15 million times in the next six months. There's a chance this is Stefan Diggs for Josh Allen or AJ Brown for Jalen Hurts and DJ Moore and Justin Fields become this super team. Um, and that, that chance didn't really exist for DJ Moore before. So, but for this year, I, I'm probably going to leave him right around a high end number two wide receiver. Good question. Yeah. We have a question in the chat. DJ Moore. Just- <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. JB, how about you give your thoughts on more and then we'll definitely talk about Justin Fields. Obviously they're sticking with Justin Fields or giving him a weapon. And then we'll talk about the Carolina side of it. But where, where do you think you're going to end up with DJ Moore as of right now? So much subject to change. Uh, he'll be around for a pick for me. Um, I don't honestly think this changes much in terms of where his ceiling is. And, and, and I say that from he's obviously getting a better quarterback. But I, I think this is still going to be a run-heavy team. 
from the running back quarterback perspective, depending on who they get to run the ball. Um, it's, it's, you know, arguably the most crowded receiving core he's going to play with. I think, you know, I don't remember the exact history of the, the Panthers, but Darnell Mooney's still a pretty nice player. Uh, I think Cole Komet's still going to command some targets. He's clearly the best guy there. There's no question about it. And whatever Chase Claypool has left, but uh, th- this is now, you know, it's on, it's on Justin Fields. It's on him to, you know, develop as a passer and, and, and take that step forward. Um, I hope it's not like a Marquise Brown 2.0, you know, just a really good player that uh, doesn't necessarily get the amount of targets and production from a running quarterback. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little cautiously optimistic. You know, I, I, again, I, I love Justin Fields' talent. I love DJ Moore's talent. I hope they can mesh together to uh, bring out the best of what DJ Moore can be. I still don't – the thing that still concerns me the most is, is where the touchdown ceiling will be. You know, so is he going to be a double-digit touchdown guy? I don't, I don't know. I think he's going to still live in that 6-8 to eight range at best. Uh, I don't know if this matters to you. Things could change, obviously. But the Panthers, as bad as their offense was last year, they threw for 600 more yards than the Bears. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about, Jamie, is even if he has a better quarterback, it's still a run-heavy offense now. I'm not saying the Panthers are going to throw for... I'm not saying the Bears aren't going to throw for more yards, right? Like You get a, a weapon like DJ Moore and a developing quarterback could definitely be some type of uh, offensive experience. You, you, would, you would anticipate that. You know, you would hope that... The, you know, again, it's like we, we've been talking about with the Giants. You know, Daniel Jones doing what he did with Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, and and Darius Slate. You know, Justin Fields doing what he did was with Mooney losing <laughs> most of the season and and Chase Claypool being, you know, supposedly the guy there. You know, so give give the hope, you know, and and the the hopeful bump of what this offense can, you know, turn into. So, you know, I, again, I, I think DJ Moore, I just don't want to overvalue him. You know, I, I think we, we've kind of run it. It's not just Heath. I mean, you know, I've done it myself of just – you know, getting a little overhyped about a, a very good talent, but hopefully he can, you know, step into this role and, and, and develop with this quarterback to the level that we hope to see. So two things, Jamie does get triple points for sneaking Daniel Jones into a bonus pod. Let's regular points <laughs> for a regular pod, but sneaking him into a bonus pod about another quarterback and a trade between two completely unrelated teams. That is excellent work. Um, the other thing, like he mentioned Darnell Mooney, and we won't talk about him much today or maybe ever again. But this is kind of a rest in peace moment for Darnell Mooney's dynasty value too, I think. Mm. Cole Komet, same thing or no? You know how I am with the, the tight end bucket and the wide receiver bucket. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Justin Fields' bucket is though, you know? No. So, but I, yeah. I, okay. Um, so Justin Fields now, are we moving him up? How? I, I don't think he's, his ADP will go higher than fifth. I, feel like I the, think he's easy QB4. Over Burrow? Yeah, oh, easy. Not for consensus. I don't think people will go. Not there. for me. No, I'm still, I'm still taking Burrow for. People yeah, like Burrow more me. than us forever. You know, since last right. year. No, I like Burrow a lot, but I just think, like, as Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen have shown, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, the upside for a guy who could rush for a thousand yards or eight hundred yards or in ten touchdowns is so much different than it is for a guy who might run for three hundred. Okay, so so Fields is five for you, Jamie. Four for Heath. Five for me for now. Yeah. So, okay. Why is stupid question? Is is it because of DJ Moore? Why is he ahead of Lamar Jackson? Why is Fields ahead of Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, not that Lamar Jackson's on the decline, but I think Justin Fields is on the ascension, you know, so they're back to back. Stock market um, thing. I, I'm Lamar could be ahead of Justin Fields for me at some point this year, but I don't. The Ravens need to get a number one wide receiver, 
and Lamar needs to agree to play for the Ravens. That whole situation makes me more nervous now than it did before. Okay. Um, how about uh, the Panthers? Anything else from the Bears? I mean, we'll see what happens with David Montgomery this upcoming week, and uh, could be a fun place for a running back. Maybe what do they do at nine? Hope yeah, offensive line. Yeah, right? you know, I didn't give the terms of the pick of the trade. So, yeah. Uh, so let me go ahead and do that. <laughs> go ahead and watch another one, guys. Um, we got Bluey going on in the background. So it's uh, the Bears give up the number one pick. They get the ninth pick, the sixty-first pick, a first-round pick next season a second round pick in 2025 and DJ Moore. So let's spin it to, yeah. What do they do at nine or all right, let's finish with that last, last bears topic here. What do they do at nine? I would think either defense or offensive line. I mean, you know, I I think when you look at their, their skill positions, you know, whatever they decide to do at running back, I don't think is going to be with the ninth overall pick. So, you know, first off, if it's Khalil Herbert and some day three running back, <laughs> my God, he's, his ADP is going to skyrocket. Yes, yes. Absolutely going to be a monstrous uh, uh, climb for him. Um, I, I Again, yeah, I think that's that's where you start to see. If you look at the mock drafts, and that's where you start to see the first couple of bumps in line with him. I think the kid from Northwestern um, is the first one I've seen, at least one, one mock draft or, or listing of players. Um, so, you know, wouldn't be surprised if that's the route that they go. Protect Justin Fields even more. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, guys, so let's talk now about the the Carolina Panthers and um, what this means for them. What do you think they do at, at one? Stroud? Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, unless they're really in love with Anthony Richardson. Yeah. It's obviously quarterback. I mean, it's no such doubt about a, it. But right now, it's so, oh, such a terrible place for a quarterback to go. Why? Right? Well, they just traded away their only oh, good. Carolina's a terrible place for quarterback. Yeah. They, they can, but they'll, they'll be able to get a wide receiver in round two. There'll be a lot of good wide. I mean, it'll be a good wide receiver in round two. They lost a lot of draft capital. They lost a first round pick next year. They lost a second round pick next year. I don't know. It doesn't feel it feels like a good team. You know, they have a good defense. They gave up a lot and they gave up more, which is interesting. It doesn't seem like you're setting necessarily setting up your quarterback for success, though, unless well, they really I, have I, offense in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised that there's a bridge quarterback brought in, you know, so you, know, you could see uh, Jameis, maybe, you know, something like that. Um, it's obviously Baker. not going to be Baker. <laughs> yeah. Or Darnold stays, you know, and, and starts. Okay, you're right. That's that's also true. But I think I like this for Terrace Marshall. You think? Yeah, lots of yeah. To be determined. That's he's not. Is. He's not a high draft pick, but this puts him draft makes him draftable. 
I mean, right now they look like they have one of the worst offenses in football. They don't have a quarterback and they don't have a running back, really. They don't have anything. <laughs> Am I crazy? Uh, but no, if they take CJ Stroud and then some rookie in round three, I could see Terrace Marshall being drafted ahead of Darnell Mooney. From a dynasty standpoint. No, this year. No, no, I'm sorry. Different question. Okay. From a dynasty standpoint, let's just put a name in there. Bryce Young, whatever. Let's see. We said Stroud. So let's let, it's CJ Stroud. We sort of saying. I mean, do you do you like it? Do you care that he's going to a Carolina team that doesn't have much around him right now? They'll have a lot more around him by the time he gets drafted. But what will they have? They'll have nothing proven. It's not like they're going to go. Unless they could make a trade, I guess. But it's not like they're going to. What? You think Kobe Myers is going to move the needle for you? Would well, be a lot better than what they have right now. <laughs> I mean, if Jacoby Myers goes there now, yeah, why not? Juju goes what? there now. What if it's Jacoby Myers and Addison or or like it could easily be a, a top free agent and a top rookie and it's fine. How's it going to be a top rookie? That's going to have to be a second round rookie. I don't know how many of these wide receivers are going to get drafted in round one this year. Well, Addison probably will, but sure. Okay. This was fun, right? They only have one first round. Reunite, um, Stroud and uh, Smith and Jigba. There you go. That'll be great. Yes. Reunion. We love that. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for your time on this Friday night. Brandon I, Cooks. Adam Thielen now. We need to do a oh, bonus pod on Adam Thielen again, really. Can you imagine how how hyped Heath would be for Brandon Cooks and DJ Moore in this scenario? Moore to the Bears. Fantastic. <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> love it, man. Um, okay. Hope it wasn't. Uh, hope everybody. Was gotta, Thomas, fun. how do you feel about Adam Thielen getting released? Me? Thomas. Oh, hey. I mean, he's as old as I am. So, I mean, I know it's over for me. So, with all those injuries, <laughs> it's caught, t- time's caught up to him, you know. And I think, and I, I think Anthony Richardson's going number one overall. I don't think it's going to be CJ Stroud. I, I'm pretty confident that they made this trade for Anthony Richardson. Unless, if you recall, Jim Mersey said the kid from Alabama looks pretty good, and Frank Reich wants to stick it to Jim Mersey for firing him. That's a good theory. That's true, yeah. Now, by the way, Thomas went to University of Florida, so keep that in mind. But um, <laughs> so uh, that's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you either Monday or as more news breaks. See you later.